Well, good morning. Uh, really glad you're here to worship with us today. Uh, if you're new here or haven't been here for a while, uh, just a reminder, I guess, to orient you. It's not normal for us to have all of our kids upstairs with us, but we do this sometimes so strategically as they're growing up. Uh, they'll realize what they're doing downstairs is very much a version of what we're doing upstairs. It's a version that they can connect to and enjoy and uh, yeah, just connect with Christ a lot better. So kids, I want to start by talking to you first. I just have one thing to tell you. I just, I just need your attention for a little bit, and then I'll give you something to do and to eat, okay? <laughs> so I, I just need your attention, just, just a little bit of attention before I give you something to eat. Okay, didn't work for everybody. But kids, kids, I just want you to hear that Jesus loves you. Okay, Jesus loves you so much. And so I hope you hear that a lot, and I hope you never get tired of hearing that, because that has power to shape your life. So uh, parents, you can bring your kids up, or you can just kind of send one of you. I've got some crayons and some uh, coloring sheets for our story today. And then also uh, get some fruit snacks. Um, just come on forward, parents, and, uh, and, and pick up some of this stuff uh, for your kids. Uh, that's going to buy the rest of us a little bit of time. <laughs> um, and I was looking, as the parents are coming, I got a little story to tell you. As I was looking for, you know, just the right coloring sheet for our passage today, um, most coloring pages for, like, Jesus receiving the children, it has children just kind of sitting there attentively paying attention to Jesus. And I just, I just have a really hard time believing that's how it was. I mean, Jesus calmed the storm, so he could have calmed the children. But I think it'd be noteworthy and, you know, like, you should write that down. Uh, so the one that we have your kids coloring is more like, hey, Jesus, look at these flowers. Listen to this story. Look at me. Look at me. Look at what I can do. Um, and Jesus is just loving on those kids. So uh, also, as we're kind of getting settled in, uh, I just want you to know parents of kids and, and everyone, I'm expecting kids to be kids today. This is unique. So kids will be kids and they'll make noises and they'll, you know, make movement. And that's okay. Uh, and parents, feel free to be parents, however uh, you think is best uh, for your children in the situation. So, um, yeah, there you go. Our passage this morning is Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. There were some people bringing children to Jesus that Jesus might touch the children, and the disciples rebuked those people who brought the children to Jesus. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and he said to his disciples, let the children come to me. Don't hinder them for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And then Jesus took the kids in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. You might've noticed on the screen, uh, the Great Commission, and you might be wondering, what in the world does this passage have to do with the Great Commission? Well, that's what I hope to tie in this week uh, together, is our, our relationship to Jesus as his disciple is, is found also as his child. And so 
uh, we've been looking at the Great Commission starting last week. We looked at that passage. But this week, I want us to see that what we do and who we are as disciples to Jesus is also found in our relationship as child of God. So when Jesus' disciples uh, turned away the kids, I don't think it was because they didn't like them. I think it was more like they were trying to protect Jesus. Like, we believe you're the Messiah. Uh, You know, you should save your energy for messianic things that only you can do. Uh, And and kids are exhausting. (laughs) So uh, I think they were just trying to protect him and be good friends. But their actions showed how little they understood about Jesus and his way of life. And, and, and Jesus used this opportunity, he used this opportunity to teach them. Just, it wasn't like, hey, come 10.30 on Sunday morning and I'll teach you a lesson about wh- how you have to become to enter the kingdom of God. It's no, everyday life, here's what's happening, here's how the kingdom of God is. And they seem to learn from this teaching opportunity because later on Jesus called them children. And there's no recorded backlash in fact, John, one of Jesus' followers, he wrote to the churches, and you might have read First John, and he calls the church repeatedly, little children, my dear children. And so they embrace this title as a result of this experience. And maybe this happened multiple times, maybe just this once, but Jesus' followers embraced the title of children. And so it, it helps me to remember that these are real people, in real space and time, just like we are. And so put yourself in the disciples' shoes. If you were the one, you know, doing the best that you thought was, was good for Jesus, you were turning away the kids who were coming. Uh, and then Jesus, you know, kind of gets upset and corrects you. And then you see him love these kids. You just see him embrace them. Now think about this. In a month or a couple months later, if Jesus turned to you and addressed you as children? How would that shape your life, shape your thoughts? Because you saw what he did with the kids before. You saw how he welcomed them. You saw how he used them as a teaching tool. Unless you become like one of these, you'll not enter the kingdom. And then he says to you, my children. I think it would be incredibly impactful And so to come as a child, uh, it means a lot of different things, but I just want to kind of boil it down. This is a short message. Uh, To be childlike is very different than being childish. To be childlike is uh, to be who you are. It's to be transparent and vulnerable. When, When a little boy is afraid, you can see it because his face says, I'm afraid. It, his soul just comes out through his face and through his words. The same is true when a little girl is happy. It's like, well, there's no mistaking. She's delighted. <laughs> but unfortunately, as we grow up, we have this tendency to become experts at hiding what's going on inside of us and maybe even going as far as becoming disconnected to it. And so w- one way to be childlike is to know who you are and appropriately express that. Another way to be childlike is, is imitation. Children are best developed by love. So they are who they are, but they also see you doing something, and they start doing it. They, see, they hear you saying something, 
and, and they start saying it. And when you love them, as they get older, it might not be as obvious as when they're younger, but when you love them, they, start, they continue to imitate what the one who loves them is doing. And so to be Jesus' disciple and to make other disciples is learning to be his little one, learning to be his child, being honest and super vulnerable with who you are and where you're at, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and at the same time, to look at Jesus, who he is, what he's doing, and to imitate him. And so here's an illustration that I, I hope will be helpful. Uh, that is my beautiful son, Wyatt. And uh, the other day, Wyatt was playing on the ground as, as Rose was kind of giving me a recap of the day uh, that they had together. And Rose said to me, yeah, I gave, I gave Wyatt some banana and he really liked that. And then Wyatt said, banana. <laughs> and Rose and I were looking at each other like, did that just, did that just happen? I mean, it, was, it wasn't his first word and he hasn't said it since, but uh, little dude said banana. It's like, that's a lot more impressive than mama to me. I mean, banana. <laughs> And the truth is, that's just the development that like, we get to see a little glimpse of, but there's so much more development happening as he listens and watches us. And I think the same is true of us as God's kids. We are influenced by more than we realize. Whatever we behold is what we become. Whatever we surround ourselves with shapes us. And, and we, ha- we all have thoughts flying into our mind all the time. But there are some thoughts that we like invite into the living room of our mind and we recline the lazy boy and we offer to get him a drink, right? Those thoughts that can nest, both good and and evil. And I think what Jesus is saying is in, in the invitation to become like a child, be with me, be my little one and learn from me to be like me. And as you do that, you'll see Jesus doing what he does. He, he makes disciples. And your relationships with others will begin to imitate Jesus' relationship with you. And you'll start doing what he does because disciples are going to disciple. There, there's just no way around it. There's no excuses. And so making disciples is also born out of this enjoyment enjoyment of Christ and and the good life that he brings. Uh, It's fun for me to watch Wyatt say, you know, these first initial words, uh, but it's it's all about relationship. It's the beginning stages of Wyatt communicating to us as we communicate to him. And so adults, the the last thing that I want to tell you in this message is the thing I told the kids, which is Jesus loves you. And Jesus delights in you taking next steps in your life. He wants to be a part of that. He delights in doing that together. It's about relationship. He's not impressed when you say banana, but he delights over it if you share your life with him and do life together. So this relationship, just so you know, it's available to anybody who repents, who turns away from living life their way and places their confidence in Jesus as their king. 
And the reason it's available is because Jesus paid the penalty for our sin. He offered himself as the punishment we all deserve. And this relationship is available because he's alive. We don't have a relationship with a dead, a dead king, but a living king. So we can enjoy him today and every day into eternity because of his death and resurrection. And so what we're going to do next is celebrate Jesus by taking communion. We have some small pieces of bread up here and a small cup of what I'm going to call today the fruit of the vine uh, because kids get excited by the J word. Um, And we're not eating the bread or drinking this cup for its taste, nutritional value, or anything. We're remembering, like bread that's broken and passed out at a table, Jesus' body was broken for us. We're remembering, like a drink that's poured out, so has Jesus poured out his blood for us on the cross. And so in taking the very expression of taking these elements, we're committing together commitment to live our lives as children of the living God. And so I invite you, if you've placed your confidence in Jesus, even this morning, through a quick prayer of, yeah, I'm done living life my way. Jesus, I believe you. I want to follow you. Then then this is for you. So at this time, there's going to be a song that'll play. And and if you're here as part of a family, um, I invite the dads, the fathers, to take this time to, to lead your family in quiet prayer together and, uh, and also confession. This is a time of reflection to make sure that there's not outstanding sin that we're just letting, you know, hang out in the living room of our lives. So con- confess sin to God, confess sin to each other, and you might think, well, that's kind of weird if I have to get up across the room. It's, it's even weirder to not deal with sin. <laughs> it's much more destructive. So Uh, the musical play, have some time to reflect. And whenever you're ready, um, that can be quickly, that can be uh, in a while, but you can come and grab the elements and I'll come back up and pray for us and we'll take them together. Jesus, thank you for your death, uh, paying the price for our sin with your life. And thank you for coming back to life so that we can be like whiny little kids because often we are. But you offer us incredibly close friendship. You offer to develop us by your love. Day in and day out, you love us. So we pray that everyone here and everyone that we know would become your children, accept that invitation. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you'd give us the words to say, to communicate, and the actions to take, to communicate who Jesus is, both with our kids and with all the other grown-ups like us out there who are often trying to run the world. (laughs) That's yours. But we want to live with you and for you, so help us imitate you. Let's partake the elements.